figure out what are you fighting for can you breathe it out what are you living on can you figure out how to bring it back can you figure out what are you fighting for everybody this is the provo kid and this is the solo podcast everybody's been waiting for including myself this is about i don't know the fourth 99th episode i've done believe it or not i i have this real inability to like uh how do you say it like uh pull the trigger finish the job complete the task uh so i have about four more hours i might have deleted them i don't know what i did with them um four more hours of me talking to myself that I just like, it didn't make the cut. It wasn't high quality podcast. It wasn't what I expect from me. So, uh, here I am. I'm like, I, what did, what was the, what's the problem with, why didn't I, I guess the question is why didn't I post the last three 99 episodes or whatever? And the truth is I've been finding myself, you know what I mean? Um, still don't know who I am. Uh, <laughs> Hey, shout out to Lee. Will. 
uh, in the in the chat here for the 99th episode. This is a big deal, and I appreciate it. Uh, Lee Will, good to see you. Um, excited to see you here in the studio soon. Um, right now, I'm just talking about kind of my hesitation on, and if you don't know, uh, you can still actually, if you're listening to this later, you can uh, watch the podcast live and actually participate and talk to me. Um, and that's, I just had a conversation with uh, with Lee Will. I'll, I'll post him. He's going to be in the studio uh, pretty pretty soon too. Um, I was actually thinking about posting uh, like on my story. This is inside baseball, but uh, like a not like a schedule, but like all the people who are going to be on the podcast in the next month or two. So it's kind of crazy because when I thought about it, I looked at all this. I'm like, no way, dude. There's going to be, uh, I don't know. I, it's kind of weird to think about, but a lot of people in some regards who I look up to or I enjoy the art or their creativity is just amazing. And it's awesome to now uh, to be able to, it's weird. You look up to these people and then you realize, that, oh, you can talk to them and they're they're genuine. They're like, hey, yeah, we'll be on your podcast. So shocked, man. I'm shocked that, uh, hey, no such animal said they're going to be. Uh, thank you, Lee Will. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, in studio again, they have a new release, No Such Animal, and they're going to perform a live acoustic version. Now, that is uh, it's going to be a treat. And I'm super excited about that. Um, just absolutely, uh, it's going to be a ripper of an episode. So kind of got that looking forward to. And if you're wondering, like, what's this podcast going to be about? Um, it's going to be a reflection on, you know, where I've come and how I've done it. And I've done it talking to myself out loud for an hour. And I, you know, I just talked about having guests and talking to people. But to be honest, that's not what this podcast kind of is or what it was or how it started the whole concept or genesis of this podcast is like I I want to create a podcast and I don't want necessarily to rely on anybody or anything. I just want to just be solo dolo and I also don't want to do homework or research things. I don't want to be an expert on anything. I just want to make a podcast and I, I was like what's the easiest way to fucking do that? And it's just talking to myself out loud for an hour. And then I created – uh, an opportunity for how like here's another question how did hollow hill get on the podcast right so when i created the podcast i wanted music at the beginning right and the thing is with music uh if you don't have the rights to a song you're kind of shit out of luck and so i was like man there's so much good music locally um i'll just start there and you know what first local band i found hollow hill okay had a song, not for sale. Fucking love it. Okay, spoke spoke to me immediately. Okay, because my soul is not for sale. My fucking two and a half year old can sing that that line. I mean, pitch perfect. So I mean, so then I talked to Hollow Hill and I'm like, hey, uh, I really love your music, and can I play it on my podcast? And I'm like, sure, uh, that'd be cool. Just you know, obviously I give credit and I cite people who I play. And then I was like, man, I, I liked more of their music. And I listened to more of their songs. I'm like, man, these guys are talented. So I reached out to Hollow Hill. I'm like, hey, do you guys want to come talk about the music I'm playing? <laughs> you want to come talk about your music I'm playing on my podcast? Uh, before I rant about nonsense for an hour. Uh, and then they came on. And I just realized how much fun it is to talk to other creators, uh, people who are creating in, the, in kind of the local space I am. Um, which is Utah, and it, that's kind of where the genesis of this 
process began where I started talking to and reaching out to other people. And um, it's it's just a fun way to do things. And um, I also wanted everything to be in person because there is this really authentic and tangible feeling when you are in a room with someone and you're having a conversation with them and it can't be replicated through a Zoom call. So I tried and I have done a couple Zoom podcasts and I still I will in the future. But as far as like uh, being a guest on my show, I'd really prefer if like every guest is in person and if they're from Utah, that's more preferable because like that's the whole vibe here. You know what I mean? Like it's local, it's Provo kid. And if you are a Utah artist, this is a chance for you or anything in Utah and you want a chance to kind of share whatever you want to share on on my podcast, you're more than welcome to reach out to me. And the problem is I've been thinking about this and the truth is like I'm kind of controversial in some ways, right? Because I got some crazy thoughts because when you talk out, out loud to yourself for an hour, you say crazy shit, which is what I've come to find out. So I just want everybody to know like I try to make that more fun but at the beginning of this podcast and this is where the where we're going here is why i started making the podcast was and I, people have heard this story many times <laughs> like we know provo kid um but let me just in short say i felt really um kind of my voice wasn't i didn't feel as though not my voice exactly but kind of during the pandemic, in short, I felt as though there was a very big push to kind of make people feel as though like if you weren't towing the line, then just don't talk. And so I, I spoke up and I, I decided at the end of it, like the end of the two years, right when uh, right when they just it's so crazy. Like, hey, provocate, I know you want to start a podcast and share your voice, but we're actually going to talk about Ukraine now. <laughs> so they did a 180 on me. Uh, within like two weeks of me starting the podcast, the the news narrative went from, and you know, it went from this, and I've talked about this before, but it went from COVID, Joe Rogan, Ukraine. So if you go back to my first episode, this is a reflection, this whole 99 episodes, it's a reflection of where I am, where I'm going, okay, and what I've done, and kind of why. And it's just an internal, I haven't thought about this at all, I'm just kind of making it up on the spot, but so the first episode was like a, a rallying cry for Joe Rogan. And the reason was, was because if you kind of don't understand the whole, people can say whatever they want to say about Joe Rogan, okay? Um, and if, and here's another thing about propaganda. People are like, I don't watch propaganda. Well, then, hey, don't make comments about it. You know what I mean? Uh, and don't call it like you have to really study things, I think, intently to really know if Joe Rogan is a shill. Is he a gatekeeper? Um, all these things the conspiracy community likes to say. Uh, but if you remember the course of the pandemic, um, there's a time where Joe Rogan was pressured and to have certain guests on a show, even via Zoom call for the you know benefit of the country, you know. And Joe Rogan was on YouTube at the time. And he, you could obviously like, apparently. And when I watched these clips, I I watched barely any of them. I'm like, man, this is not the Joe Rogan I've listened to. And I've been listening to Joe Rogan since, like, people are like, "What's a podcast?" And they still say, "What's a podcast?" But even then, I'm like, "Are you listening to podcasts?" And I, it's weird. 
um, I was listening to podcasts where everybody was still listening to music and they looked at me and like, man, why do you listen to that? And now all my friends in some circles listen to the podcast. So it's funny how things have caught on. But um, anyways, I'm talking about Joe Rogan and there was definitely a hand at play putting these guests on his show that wasn't his hand. Like, oh, he, first of all, Joe Rogan never does a Zoom call. He never, he doesn't do Zoom podcasts. Doesn't like it. There's there's plenty of him, plenty of clips. I'm sure of him talking about that, right? Because same reason why I don't prefer uh, Zoom podcasts. It's because it's not authentic. It's not in person. Um, it is authentic on some guard regards, and I do listen to a lot of uh, Zoom podcasts and people who can overcome some of the uh, trappings of doing a Zoom phone call make really good content. Um, either way. Getting to my point, Joe Rogan makes a jump to Spotify to maintain, I think, ownership over like who goes on his show and who doesn't. I think while he was living under the uh, web, uh, so to speak, of YouTube, he was in some regards not an employee, but he was an employee because he's getting paid by him, right? And he's got to follow certain directions on some levels where it's just like, three strikes you're gone we'll take down your content and it's interesting to think about this with youtube i'm sure some of the content joe rogan wanted he didn't actually have anymore except for the fact that it was on youtube so if youtube came in big victim and just deleted all of his shit that would crush little joe rogan's heart because the actual fact of like whether he had all the data at the time i don't know right but it took a long time for them to transfer all of that information over to Spotify and blah, blah, blah. Probably took a matter of minutes, but in general, um, that's what I saw, okay? And so around February, when I start the podcast, Joe Rogan starts to have guests on who question the narrative. And then all of a sudden, the dam breaks. The dam literally breaks across the country of people just saying, I don't give a fuck anymore. So what happened was there was a week in the news where it went from like every day, COVID death statistics, COVID this, COVID that, to Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. And then towards the end of this week, okay, boom, Ukraine popped off. Ukraine was so stupid. I swear to God, on CNN, there was a headline that says, Ukraine to be invaded by Monday. I was like, what the fuck? How is this war? Like who... Who just says, yo, on Monday, is it cool if we just roll up with the tanks? Ah, it's so stupid. Like, think about Pearl Harbor. I mean, that day lives in infamy because nobody knew we was about to get smacked. Same thing with 9-11. Like, how, how come Ukraine and Russia got their dates televised? That doesn't make, make any fucking sense to me. I think we might have televised when, like, we're invading Iraq on, on whatever the fuck they invaded that... God damn it, dude. So, anyways, this is this is exactly the show. This is the Provo Kid podcast. If you don't know what it is, it, this is it. So, um, moving on, then the the kind of narrative transferred all the way to Ukraine, World War Three, to Putin, to Putin, and um, it just completely shifted. The, the, zyke, the whole conversation, the whole view, and everybody shifted. There was all of a sudden, like, uh, people stopped wearing masks. Like, if you, some people still do, you look insane. 
<laughs> the only people who wear masks, right, have four vaccines, okay? Or I, I did this. I mean, who else is wearing them? Because I don't think anybody who doesn't have a vaccine is wearing masks, which is the whole confusing thing. So anyways, my point is people stopped wearing masks in the beginning of February. A lot of people. They were already stopped where I lived. And, and in Provo, Utah, just so everybody knows, in Provo, Utah, there was about a week we wore, we wore masks. Hey, there was a couple weeks where people were lining up and like, like oh, okay, you know, we'll follow these stupid rules of limits of how many people can go in the store that was so fucking stupid and people lined up. I'm like, man, that it was some of the dumbest shit we were ever made to do. The lockdowns were stupid as fuck. People loved that. It's so weird. So anyways, I missed talking about the pandemic for two years because I came on late and all of a sudden I came into the game of podcasting and it's all about Ukraine. So there's different eras of podcasting. There's the era of like, the Trump and the Hillary podcast. Then you have the Biden, Trump, like all kinds of podcasting errors. And so I, I come in at the tail end of COVID and I was fairly upset about it still. And I think I talked about it for several episodes <laughs> of how bothered I was about all of this. And then anyways, Ukraine happened and um, I talked about that. And then I think I just grab, gradually gravitated towards Oh, here's where my early podcasting really started as. And like, let me break that down too. Um, I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just recording myself talking. And I actually relied on creating uh, on other content sometimes. Let me rephrase that. I relied on watching and reacting to other content. And I fell into this rabbit hole of self-diagnosing and disability on TikTok and cringe. And I'm like, man... I made that kind of like a segment on Wednesday. Sunday was its own segment. And eventually, oh yeah, when this podcast first started, it was called Third Eye Hitter. <laughs> and then I became the Provo Kid Podcast. So um, it's really, I should have mentioned that first. Yeah, that when I started the podcast, it was called Third Eye Hitter. Um, I don't know why I called it that. Um, that's what I thought, just thought, man, if you listen to this podcast, it's going to hit your third eye. And that's for sure going to wake you up. Um, and I, I think the beginning of the my early podcasting is a lot of struggle, right? It's me talking about – I haven't listened to any of it. It's me talking about how much time's left. Like, oh, man, oh, I'm, not, I'm only five minutes in. I'm only ten minutes in. Oh, this shit. So – and then I gradually developed uh, – how would you put it? a new persona, right? Because I became the Provo Kid. But how did that happen? How did the Provo Kid become the Provo Kid? Uh, interesting story. Uh, I was actually just reflecting on the fact that Third Eye Hitter wasn't a very good persona. Or in other words, like a mask for my identity. Because that's usually what everybody's creating. Even if you are yourself online, like it's still a mask. So I was like, might as well make your own. Right, and so third eye hitter was a mask, and then I just resonated with Provo. I started wearing this. I wear this hoodie like every fucking day, like I'm autistic, and like a goddamn cartoon, dude. I roll up like Eric. What's his name? Griffin. Jesus Christ, I don't know his name. The guy on Family Guy, and uh, he wears the same shirt. Everybody would. Is that how all cartoons are, really? 
Dude, that, that's a good question. I, I mean, it's been a while. Uh, but just, yeah, every cartoon, they're always wearing the same shit. It's like they're trapped perpetually in Groundhog Day. Uh, it's kind of a weird thing when I think about it. Um, fuck, what was I talking about? So, anyways, I want to create a new persona. And I was like, you know what, Provo Kid? I am in Provo. And that's when also, this is important. Yeah, the whole identity shift, dude. And not for sale, by the way. Episode 33. Okay? My soul's not for sale. Hey, episode 33, dude. And I, when I was at episode 33 and all these other numbers, I'll tell you, I mean, you never think you're going to get to 100. That was a big goal of mine. A big goal was to get to episode 100, okay? Fuck, man, I can't believe it. It doesn't even matter, right? It means zero in the in the larger scale of things on some respects. Um, but... It does mean something on some respects too, but at the end of the day, like I would have, you know, I'd be so fucking pissed if uh, a solar flare came and knocked all my shit off, you know, offline. And for it's like, you're worried about your podcast? All, oh, all the internet's gone. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Sadly, dude, I wouldn't care. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Like, if the internet went off, a lot of people would grieve a lot about a lot of things. I just would be upset my podcast isn't on there, like as a record. Because if you turned it back on and like, oh man, your podcast is gone. Sorry, Provo Kid. I would be fucking devastated. And I, I was thinking about that, like a solar flare. Has there ever been one? Like I know they are. And like they got these photos of them and stuff like that, right? But they say like it'll a solar flare will knock out all the technology. Has it? I know they say these things, but has anyone seen a solar flare do this? So sometimes when people tell you things and it's like, well, how do you know that? Well, we did the numbers. Well, has anyone seen it? No, but we did the numbers. It's like, I don't know about solar flares. and But I am worried that solar flares could knock out the internet and take, a, take away my podcast. And I also want to highlight this. Episode 49 and Anarchist before it was cool. Anarchy is also on the rise. It's funny. HBO did a special like a week ago. And people are tuning in to Anarchy and like the concept of it philosophically. Like un- and understanding it because as it should be. Tried to, tried to be understand, understood. And it feels weird to have been at a position where I've already – I wrote a book too. And my first essay is – I have the first – chapter in my book is about anarchy and how I'm an anarchist so even now it's it's cool that was episode 49 and then guess what episode 50 looking back here folks we're looking back lonely oh no lonely hollow heights hill I got that wrong so that's when I talked to lonely heights and I got another band to uh, give me the green light to play their music and just thankful also this whole podcast a lot of thankfulness uh, just Every band that has allowed me to play their music, super fucking thankful. It's so cool because I listen to the music before I start the podcast. And I'm trying to tune in and like everything I do starts uh, from the music. And it's kind of weird to think about that. But So then I talk about uh, a few other things. And like think about this. I started in um, February and like 2nd. And then by... Episode 50 was in May. So here we are 
I'm crushing it. Episode nine. <laughs> Episode ninety-nine, dude. It's nutty. And some of these, by the way, just so everybody knows, have zero fucking plays. A lot of these podcast episodes, nobody's ever listened to. Okay? I don't give a fuck. Doesn't matter. Really doesn't matter. Don't give a fuck. If it, you know what I mean? It, it doesn't matter. It really... Who who could give a shit if uh, anybody listens to episode 65 called Provo Rogan version 2, right? With uh, It has three plays now. I doubt that. You know, like three full plays, maybe. Talking about that episode, looking back, that's when I kind of realized, like, I am a little Provo Rogan, but, uh, like, taller, long hair, um, I don't uh, hunt, uh, just actually, there's a lot of differences, a lot of differences, um, and then this is where, oh, I also had Provo Shaman as a guest, he was my first non-band member, right, or band guest, I think, and what a cool guy. I shout out to Provo Shaman. He was a, a Provo legend, but now he's he's up in Salt Lake. Uh, couldn't be happier for the guys going to University of Utah. And as kind of a betrayal, you'll say, is that okay? And, you know, when I'm, a, I'm actually a former. I went to University of Utah for a semester, so I'm not an alumni, just like a participant. I participated in the school there, and they scammed me out of some money, and I got some fucking credits. That didn't even fucking transfer <laughs> to a community college. That is one fucking story. I'll never forget, dude. I went to a community college in Santa Barbara, right? And uh, I don't know. My credits didn't fucking transfer, okay? So are they, they're like, hey, do you want to test in for these classes? I said, no, I don't want to test in. Like, where do I start? They're like, well, you'll start at English 990. I'm like, okay. I get into class, dude. Half these people can't even read. <laughs> That's no slide on them, dude. It was like the most basic English level class. And the teacher's like, she, we first assignment. She reads my paper and she says, you're not supposed to be in here. Take this. <laughs> and go, go to the trailer and give it to that teacher. Figure, I don't even remember how I resolved the issue. Um, but I then I did what they told me to do. It was like now you have to test in. Uh, you waste. I wasted their time. But what an experience to be in a classroom. And I was so fucking stupid too. I was just like, yeah, I didn't even get it, dude. Man. And uh, anyways, I wrote an essay to grade me out of that and give me my sufficient English level credit. And I wrote an essay on legalizing marijuana. And that's. I mean, I wonder. I, if I was if it was an audience thing and they liked that and they're like oh he's like English what am I 1500 after that it was crazy don't even know that has nothing to do with my past or my podcasting here's one of my most popular podcasts Talking Tartaria now you'll be glad to know I just had Dylan Marriott on the podcast we do a little bit of Tartaria talk and it's interesting when people talk about Tartaria it's funny when they're not familiar with the concept of the LDS church and its view on the history of the United States and the fact that there might have been some civilizations that are a little bit older than people might understand. Anyways, so that episode, I don't know why. I don't know even what I say in it too much, but kind of just what I said there. And that was episode 60. And moving on, I, I think episode 61, my first encounter with the Dragonkin, that's an interesting episode because I do talk about being at a park where there was this autistic girl who was dressed up as a dragon 
and she was running around and actually playing like high level parkour on the park and she was obviously too old the park was designated for ages like let's just say 5 to 12 she's 14 probably 13 14 I don't know but autistic and dressed like a dragon and doing shit like these other kids can't and I got a two and a half year old or whatever I'm like man I like the fact that this girl's like running around doing like really cool parkour stuff but then my kid not a bad thing was like man can I should I climb that like that? Like, should I start making dragon noises? And uh, I don't mind it. It's, it's like run with the imagination. But at some point, uh, I don't know. It's interesting when you realize like, yeah, there are people running around thinking they're dragons and stuff like in public. And parents are cool. And I was cool with it. I didn't, I didn't say anything. I didn't, I was just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> uh, you're a dragon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's cool, man. And then, oh, here's my biggest failure at a podcast with Great America. I have a Patreon, too. I never plug it because I'm reworking it. Man, I'm the worst podcaster sometimes, and I'm the best. But um, So I had a podcast with Great America. I don't know if you're familiar with them, if you're a fan or a listener of this podcast, but they uh, it's Darren and Graham. They host a spiritual conspiracy, open-ended discussion topic podcast called the Grimerica show or world and I listened to them a lot kind of looked up to them and actually was on the route that I was headed was a solo podcast that started to talk to a few of my heroes and it went to my Patreon called Conspiracy Heroes oh I need to talk about Mark Steves one of my first guests Jesus Christ I'm missing some names I'm forgetting even what I've done um jeez it's not a big deal dude um, so anyways, just kind of grew into this concept where it's nice talking to people in zoom, but long story short, my podcast with Grimerica, my, uh, my mic was muted. They could hear me. And so the podcast, when I was done with it an hour and 45 minutes later, it had zero, uh, value cause all you could hear was them t- talking and responding to my questions, which you couldn't hear. So I was a little bit heartbroken and at, at that point disenchanted with um, doing Zoom calls. And I know it was my fuck up, but I just said, I got if, if something's in person, there's no chance I'll fuck up the mic being muted. You know what I mean? I do this every day almost. And so if I can control that environment, the podcast that I make will be better. So then I started looking towards you know doing more and more in-studio podcasts. And it's been... It's been rewarding to, to do that because I made, I would, I would say, friends with a lot of the people that I've had over. and It's cool, man. It really is cool. It's just been for fun. And everybody needs to remember that too, at least myself. The only reason I did this podcast was for fun. And it was something to do other than nothing. Like, because people get trapped in doing nothing. Like, what are you doing? Nothing. Or like the same thing they always do like or I was doing I can speak for myself like I was watching Netflix or I was playing video games I was just like disenchanted with it um, in, in some respects even though like you know those things can be fun and are enjoyable in their own right in their own place like I grew up going to Blockbuster and having movie night like you'll never tell me movie night ain't fun like that's in my blood brother um, so I'm just down for movie night like just as a kid always have been uh, it's movie night yo bus up i'm throwing down a fat lay station got pillows over here we got candy chips drinks like movie theater but better you know what i mean so but then you know like that even is like that's fun 
occasionally. You know what it is? It's playing video games. I loved playing like Donkey Kong, stuff like that when I was young. And even a little bit of Xbox when I go over. But that stuff's fun occasionally. And it's not even the same kind of games anymore. Like, uh, they, they want you to play the same kind of game forever and ever. Like, and like, I don't know. There's no beginning and end, right? I feel like games used to be linear. Like Super Mario World, you go collect all the stars. You're done, boss. You got it. Hey, turn it off. Zelda? Mm. You, you slave Gandalf. It's over. Go outside and play. Have fun. And now it's like, you ready to <laughs> do this thousandth round of King of the Hill? Right? Like those type of games. And which are fun. But they're fun in increments. And, and I think podcasting is fun in increments as well. But it's also just a more enjoyable way to, I think, at least for me, to spend my quote-unquote free time at the end of the day. And it's fun to make your free time this. Right? Like, uh, this is what I do with an hour or two. <laughs> and then even then, dude, my bus up, go still lay down a fat station, watch a movie, and then talk about it on the next podcast. Because here's what I also learned. Like, when you, talk, when you watch some propaganda and then you reflect on it, then you got, po- you got a podcast like Isaac Weishaupt. Right. I don't know if anybody knows who he is. He's a local Utah legend. Um, but he he gets he loves movies, right? Like he and I think he makes a good point. I don't know if he's ever gonna say this or if he has, but like sometimes it's in order to like understand symbolism, propaganda, like you gotta consume it. And there's a way to consume something consciously and consume something unconsciously. Like, yeah. Uh, a lot of entertainment is junk for your mind, but if you don't know how to even like uh, dice, like it, here's here's my point. I'll watch the Super Bowl, the halftime show, and people can say what they want about sports, commercials, all of that stuff. I'm watching that like a goddamn scientist. I want to know what like who's in commercial, how much did it cost, like not those kind of. But I'm just thinking the whole time, like who cast who, uh, why is this? What's the message? Like is this really about uh, what they say it's about? I'll never forget the year where every fucking commercial was a boner pill. Um, what a weird year in time when they started. Remember, like, it's a weird thing when people don't remember because you, maybe you weren't around. But when they first discovered Cialis and, like, whatever the else it was called, <laughs> uh, the blue pill, Viagra's, um, you just all of a sudden these commercials of these, like, older people walking around like what the fuck is this shit about I didn't understand it I really did I was like so fucking confused like um, and then they, they said I found out later because like why are all these dick pill commercials on during the Super Bowl <laughs> like good fucking question man because they just figured it out like hey everybody needs a dick pill and so I don't think that, that they did that one year for the Super Bowl um, and it could have just been an anomaly. I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> or the house I was at was just like, taunt, like just the, the, no, commercial lines fucked up. How does that work? I don't know. So anyways, I'm watching this shit and I'm dissecting it. I'm trying to consume this propaganda consciously is my point. And Isaac Weishaupt does that brilliantly. And I kind of lost my whole point, but either way, moving forward, um, I did have a podcast with uh, one of my conspiracy heroes. He also has another podcast, Mark Steves, uh, and that is exclusively on my Patreon. That's uh, one of the few things where if you want to watch that, uh, you got to pay. 
And I had a few other things on there, but I've slowly put those back on uh, my overall list. So um, I also had a podcast with one of, uh, you know, I'd call him my friend is Julian. All your friends are brainwashed. Episode 76. And I got to give a big shout out to Julian um, because that day we did the podcast in the afternoon. I should have fucking rescheduled it. I came in hungover, dude. And I was just fucking just, ah, man, you ever uh, not like, you just don't feel good, bro. But she committed to something, and I don't back out. So I did the podcast, and we talked for an hour and a half. So it was a good podcast. We might have actually talked longer than that. Um, either way, appreciate Julian. Um, that was another guest I had on my my podcast. Um, but I like I said, as far as there's one, maybe one other person, Ryan Bledsoe is the last. There might be one or two people who I've talked to in some way before. Um, I decided to kind of be exclusively in studio for being guests on my podcast. Um, and it's fun when you, uh, when you get to do stuff, I like zoom calls like this. Um, and let's go move forward. I had astrology by Rob because I love astrology. Hey, episode 79. Okay. And all of this too, when I had guests on, I'm fucking up the audio. It's not too good. I'm not the greatest, the greatest on my feet learner sometimes cause I can't, the only way to know how a podcast is is like after the fact. So I fucked up a few times by not ensuring the seating was correct or the audio was right. So I've been learning a lot uh, just throughout how to make a podcast and be more reliable as a, as a producer because it really is important for me that if someone does come over and spend their time and their energy, like I hope their voice isn't wasted. I hope people say like, oh, I didn't hear that. And um, unfortunately, I have, I've received some, I'd call it good good feedback that uh, I just wasn't uh, quite uh, on, uh, on point as aware as I should have been regarding the audio. But that's something I'm learning. And I want all these guests back so I can, uh, I want to make every podcast perfect. So whatever anybody has to share, they can share it uh, and they get, get their voice out there. It's really important for me. Uh, to do this right whenever uh, anybody entrusts me with their time because that's a gift, right? Um, Provocate and Astrology by Rob. Go check that out. I love astrology. Just the whole concept of it is fascinating. It is one of the first, I would say, quote-unquote, sciences, the study of the stars. And and people say, well, that's astronomy. And I get, you, I get what you're saying. Um, but it's different, right? The study of the stars and how they relate to you specifically, where, you, where they're born, um, you know, how that, how that affects you, neonatal charts. You, great. There's really cool things I would say that are kind of discovered from looking at the stars in different ways. And I think you can find illumination through many paths. Sometimes people think that, uh, only some books hold lanterns. You know what I mean? It's only some books hold light and only some paths really give knowledge. I think that's a misconception. I think you can find, uh, kind of God's word in anything because God's word is everything. People get confused about that as well in my own opinion. So uh, I don't even know if that made any fucking sense, dude. Moving on. Uh, another guest I had, uh, Talking Higher Sources with Tupo. He's I'm going to have him in the studio soon. Uh, great. I'm so glad I'm going over this because I want to promote all these people too. Uh, and just fun to talk to. Uh, he's, a, he's a creator. He's an artist. Um, he's... He's a 
just a good person. You know what I mean? You ever meet someone like, man, you just make the, the room better. And, like, you kind of want them, like, in your classroom in high school. Like, you ever have a shitty class that's just not fun to go to? He's the kind of person who would just make it awesome. Uh, just makes everything a good time. And um, going forward, that was episode 81. And I think I missed a couple. Oh, No Such Animal was episode 69, dude. That was crazy. Oh, so get this, right? Episode 69, No Such Animal and Provo Kid came out on 6922. So that was pretty fucking, you know, cool, I thought, was just how some things lined up spiritually. Like, man, how does that stuff work out? Um, just does, you know? God does good things about that. And a lot of my podcasts in between are all solo streams, by the way. So I'm just pointing out in between all of these podcasts are me talking for an hour about bullshit. And some of it's like, uh, for example, episode 70, I rant about screen time and children, which drives me nuts, right? Children, young babies. If you give your child, like, and I don't even need to talk about it now, but like that's one of my issues, right? So I dedicated like a whole podcast because sometimes I can go off on these little tangents and I just gave myself like an hour like, dude, I got to vent because that shit <clears throat> grinds me. Like it's just, I don't like it, dude. Like you ever see, and it's sad, like kids just checked out of reality. Like <laughs> it's like uh, they won't even know how to get milk because they ever they never seen nobody pull it out of the guy. Like you've been in the grocery store, right? You ever see the kid in in the cart just staring at his phone? The parents are grabbing milk out of the. Is it called a fridge? What the fuck is it called? Where they keep the milk? A large fridge? Is there like a a general term for something? Uh, a little bit of lot industrial size, an industrial size fridge. So when your mom pulls out the fucking milk of the industrial size fridge, right? Uh, the kid's looking at his phone. And then think about this. He's 13 years old now. God bless him. You send him, hey, hey, son, I need milk. Go to the store, grab it. And he's going to walk around. And by then, uh, God knows what it will be covering the goddamn windows to, to see the milk. But he won't even know. Like, how do you get the milk? So we'll probably have to ask somebody, which is good. And if you don't know anything, just go, just ask people. Most of the time, it helps. But like sometimes I wonder, like what what are the effects when you just miss out on all the little things that are going on that people do that matter? Like uh, it's important to see how people do things, <laughs> and uh, to to have, to raise a child on a screen, I think is uh, it's unfortunate. So going forward, uh, yeah. And so th- throughout this, my whole point is I'm ranting about shit that. I don't know. Grinds my gears. And then here's a podcast I had, Esoteric Eddie and Provo Kid, episode 84. That's one of the conspiracy heroes I'd lined up. And I followed through on some of these things I'd done. And if you're a Provo Kid fan, you should go listen to that. Um, That needs more plays. I'm surprised. Um, But then again, I'm not, I'm surprised anybody fucking listens to the podcast. It's a, it's fucking shocking. (laughs) Especially this, this part. Because, yeah, it's, it's interesting. So here's, um, oh, episode 83, I think is one of my favorite solo podcast episodes. Episode 83, it's called Keep Losing. Okay. So that is, um, 
a story I tell there where I was winning at a craps table, okay? Your boys got hot hands, okay? They, they look they look normal. I I know if you're listening, just imagine um, cisgender white male in a blue uh, BYU hoodie. <laughs> He's holding his hands up in the air. That's what you're imagining, right? Uh, so you, I'm telling you, that's what they look like right now. But guess what? Hot. I got hot, fiery hands. When I pick up dice when I and I tell them what to do, they sit. Oh, boy. I sent them down like fire. Boom. They go. Actually, I don't even know, dude. I don't even know how I, do. I float them. I transport the motherfucker. I just, whatever I do, I shake. I don't even shake them. I get them right, and then I send them, and then they, they do what I think. And anyways, if you don't know what craps is, it's a game of dice at a casino. Go watch a video. And understand you play with your hands. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. And um, so you play with your hands. I was winning. Not a lot, but I was winning. And sometimes you win craps, by the way. Maybe you're not winning a lot of money, okay? But you could be winning people a fuck ton of money, okay? I've won some people playing craps because they win money because they have more money than me to bet. That's like, for example, I'll pit, I'll start with $6 on a, on a five, not a, on a five, on a six. And then some people will bet $100. A hundred bones, Bubba, on 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 the number six. Okay, so think about that. So then I pick up the dice. I'm hot. I throw it. A six lands. They pay the man. Okay, money. They pay me money too, but like five, you know, six bucks, seven bucks. They pay me, and then I double it up. I say push it. <laughs> I don't collect, but this guy's collecting because I'm I'm trying to build my stack to what his is. So this is a long story about craps nobody gives a fuck about. But anyways, if you do give a fuck about it, the fun part is I'm winning this old hat. And I'm yelling, man. Not yet. I'm shouting. I'm excited, bro. I, and here's the other thing I do. I bet for the dealers. <laughs> it's, I tip. I'm a, <laughs> I love tipping dealers. And nothing makes my day when you... Like you see a dealer's face light up because uh, you, you know, you tipped them. Uh, for example, I'll say throw the dealer a uh, dollar twelve. So and then I, I plan on rolling motherfucking twelve, dude, and I do, and I fucking do. Okay, dealer collects thirty dollars. Okay, I collect because I, I got a horn eye twelve. I collect fifty two. On a horn, I, on, when I roll a 12. Your boy makes money sometimes, okay, at the crap table. And I lose a lot. <laughs> but I win sometimes. And this bitch in the back sitting at a shitty-ass fucking slot machine, I just hit a fucking 12, okay? And I go, yeah! And I'm shouting, and she looks at me, and she says, keep it down. Well, what she said, she said something like that. Be quiet. And I looked at her and I said, keep losing. And I just, it was such a moment, dude, because not only am I excited at the table, by the way, everybody is. Like, it's not me acting weird. Sometimes it is. Sometimes I am acting weird because I'm, I'm the first person to realize what's happening, right? I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to scorch this turf, <laughs> And it is fun when you get everybody you're playing with just cheering and hooting and hollering. 
man, that's so fun. And it's even funner when people get mad at you for winning. And that's the truth, okay? The story behind that is you'll be winning money and people will be telling you to keep it down. Uh-uh. You ain't going to tell me to not be excited. Not only when I'm winning the money, but I just I just helped everybody. It's, hey, we all eat. <laughs> we all eat when I play. You know what I mean? We all eat, dude. I fucking love it. Love craps. Let's let's talk about the podcast. Jesus Christ, I don't even have a drink. My mouth is so dry. Ah, oh, fuck. Owen Ferguson, episode 80, 86, Okay, this one is limited. It started with just the first hour, and then I released it. Bonus episode ninety five. Uh, and looking at that, dude, it's interesting. Tech, yeah, in- interesting. I still count it as a whole episode. Yeah, so check that out. Owen Ferguson. Uh, I got two of them. The full episode, 155. And um, Utah Guidestones, 88. That's where I talk about the Georgia Guidestones. Um, I talk about climate change because I feel like that's on the rise and how fake that shit is. And what I mean by fake climate change, don't worry, man. But it is all bullshit in the sense that in a very simple boiled down argument, let me break it down for you. Okay, they're telling you the climate's changing. Meanwhile, in the state of Utah, we've legalized climate change and we're climbing, we're changing the climate daily. Okay, not all. Yeah, we have essentially change the climate once, change it daily. We're not, but we do it often enough through a, through a process we call in Utah cloud seeding. Now, conspiracy theorists have a term for this. It's called chemtrails. There's chemtrails in the air, and I don't know why they just don't call it what it is. Why don't they call a spade a spade? You know what a chemtrail is? It's a cloud seed. Government codified it in the law. Stop calling stop calling it what it's not. And you would get through so many people if you just helped them realize, like, those, those chemical trails in the air, it's not a plane. It's not exhaust from a plane. In Utah, we spray our skies with silver iodide. And it falls upon all of us, everybody. And our children breathe it in, we breathe it in, and it's crazy. It goes in our soil, goes in our in the food we plant, and we eat this shit. People don't even understand it because you can't really... I don't know, like, what, how do you think about this? So... Um, I talk about, here's my whole point with climate change. They're going to tell you they got to do certain things because the climate's changing. Well, maybe it's changed because you're the one changing it. Like, oh, the weather was weird this year. Well, why was it weird, Jack? How many times you sent your plane up there? Did you not send it up enough? Are we in a fucked up situation where now we need the plane to 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 survive? Like, did we ever need it? What's going on? Why are we changing the climate while telling the people and everybody that there's a climate change. So I just get confused by this. And there's another thing called an anti-hail rocket system. Go look this up. These motherfucking, and I talk about this as well in my climate change podcast. They shoot these fucking rockets in the sky and they explode with silver iodide. And uh, they make thunderclouds, thunderstorms. But think about that shit. And like, what's up with that? Uh, why do they get to do that? Um, why do they have these big canisters that just shoot shit into the air (laughs) and then tell us the climate's changing, dude? What's up with that? 
and then taxes for it and then send money this and that like what's going on everybody we don't understand the issue because we don't know how to talk about it okay we don't know how to talk about what the government government's actively doing okay and then also telling us like hey we can't stop it. <laughs> hey climate change we can't stop it hey what do you do what's cloud seeding how long you been doing it 1960 no way oh man man dude the, the whole climate change issue just you know, and then you meet these people on the left and they just they if you ascribe to science and like what are for like they and it's so weird they understand on some level like oh our, our history books lied and they have these weird terms and these weird concepts of like you know i don't know man it's unfortunate every side is fucked every side's fucked Left and right. <laughs> yeah, even if you're in the middle too, like it's fucked now. Um, it's just a weird situation to be in, in America because a lot of people, here's the other thing I've been thinking about, and then I'll talk about the rest of the podcast. I just turn it into a solo podcast. A lot of people think life is something to be answered. And I'm just not too sure about that. And like all these conspiracy theorists want answers. Like, oh, like everybody wants an answer. That's why you turn on the news. That's why you, like everything's about getting an answer. And, uh, and I'm just not even too sure there is like, what's the, I think it's just more important. You just enjoy, <laughs> you're like trying to like solve life. Like it's a fucking puzzle, dude. Dude, if I just see the Gematria code, I'll, I'll break things down and I'll, oh, <laughs> and I get it, dude. I love Gematria. I love conspiracies. I, I you know, the way people think it's fascinating to me, but I don't know necessarily if like these things are so supposed to be solved. I think studied is more appropriate. Like it's more, I think, astute to study these things rather than <laughs> become uh, like uh, you know a, a neophyte to them, so to speak, or just a. It's weird, man. Everybody wants to ascribe to a circle and i'll say this dude as somebody who is into conspiracies for fucking way longer than it's been cool now okay i'm one of those guys hey i knew him before the band okay i was just interested in this shit everybody was in some level but just to see it now in the the weird world where like everybody's a conspiracy theorist like the terms can be thrown around is a pejorative and like man it was a weird time when it just was something different um, but now, like what? I, the whole, the whole, the whole world, and the the fact that if you're willing to think differently, you get a pejorative. It's just so fucked up. Uh, it's so fucked up where pejoratives are just part of like part of the uh, the natural uh, natural lexicon of uh, of our man. People just got to bring it down. I think about this too because there's this idea of uh, compassion and love, and that's where people start with too. And I'm all for that in certain situations. I think, in fact, you need everything. I think if you just dissolve yourself, or maybe that's how you ascend. Like, if you dissolve yourself of like all the hate and anger, I'm like, I don't know, man. Can you dissolve your something? Dissolve yourself? You, can you dissolve yourself of something that quote unquote God made? Like, I don't know, man. That'd be like undoing God's work in my eyes. Like, if if you got it, you got it. <laughs> If you got evil in you or hate, like everybody has to a degree, right? Like there's some things I just don't like. Some things I don't like. Okay, dude. Um, I, man, the things I hate, there's a list. Okay. And a lot of them don't matter. And sometimes they're just innocuous things I hate. You ever find a dead lighter? Hate a dead lighter. Throw it away. You ever open a fridge 
and you reach into the the box of uh, whether it be uh, sparkling water or a soda pop, whatever the box is, and it's empty and nobody threw it away and it's a prank. I hate that shit. <laughs> you ever go in the fridge and there's these uh, the box of ice cream pops when you're young and you you, you reach in and it's empty. No one threw away the box. I hate stuff like that, dude. So uh, you ever, I mean, I could go on. Um, so I do think there's an important aspect to like not liking things and instead of being compassionate, like, oh, this is not, this is what my father used to say. You should just look at it as an opportunity to throw it away and be a good person. Fuck that. I want to take that moment to vent and say, someone throw that shit away. Uh, but I should just take the moment and appreciate that. I am the one who gets to transport this previous living uh, and quite quite uh, possibly conscious tree or plant being which got cut down and deprived into life and was forced to be a cardboard box. I get to transport it to a recycling trash can that might take it to a recycling center that might or might not recycle it. <laughs> I feel bad for trees, man. Uh, imagine being like cut down and made for some shitty, shitty fucking thing. Ooh, that grind my dude. If I was a tree, I'd be knocking, I'd be dropping branches on people. Like, oh, this is for uh, Elder Tree John. And like, if I just didn't see a human I liked, I'd be knocking them off for all the shitty things we do to trees, dude. Ooh, I'd be, bam! Oh, what trees suddenly just. T- <laughs> losing their branches and killing people all across America because they're pissed off because they're being turned into fucking innocuous objects. What's another word? Useless. Uh, Another word, trivial. Another word, uh, unimportant. Another word, uh, meaningless objects. Trees are over. Why don't, I mean, people talk about revolutions. I want to see the trees rise up, okay? Want to see the fucking trees take a goddamn stand, dude. Because I don't agree with all the things they're being used for. And think about that. Illegal, illegal slave trade treed. Trade. God damn. Illegal slave tree trade. Like, there's got to be things that trees are being forced to do they don't want to do. And, like, no, you, there's no way you should be allowed to, like, use a tree for that product. That's crazy. It's crazy you took that and you made it that? Oh, brother, no. <laughs> Here's my heart. Uh, I know I, I was reflecting earlier. Uh, my my parents' house. They recently had a, a landscape because they're preparing. They're moving or, leaving or everybody's landscaping in, in Utah County. The whole place is changing, and they, they had this landscaper. Tear out a blue spruce, okay, a baby blue spruce. That, oh, bro, when you, I don't know why some. And it's a landscaper. I mean, I don't know what the directions were. God bless them. Probably just doing what they were told. But it was just so weird. Like, I think sometimes instead of taking these plants and cutting them down, these these people need to be transporting, transporting them somewhere safe. Because you can go to the pet store and get a cat, right? Why can't I go to Home Depot and pick up, like, a tree nobody wants? And I mean it, dude. I want a tree. I just want to start collecting trees. Like, call me the tree guy. And you can drop them off. Like, you have a tree in your yard you don't want? Give it to me. In good shape. I don't want too many... I don't want neglected trees. (laughs) 
I want good seat. I just don't want something that's like, dude, come on. What am I going to do with that? You know what I mean? Like, it ain't a, it ain't a grower. Like, it's done. Oh, man. So there's got to be a way for trees to, dude, we got to be worried about trees, man. There's something cool to them. Something different about trees. And uh, I've been walking around. So I've been seeing a lot of dead trees and it hurts your heart. And I really fucking mean this, dude. And I hate seeing really big old trees that are dead. And there's a, there's a few of them around Provo. And a lot of them are maples. And I'm not too sure why all these maples are dying. And it's it's something I've noticed. Uh, and as a Provo kid, I'm reporting some Provo climate issues. <laughs> And I wonder if it's silver iodide. I wouldn't know. I'm an idiot. Uh, but I wonder what the interaction with all this spraying happens to certain trees. Because a lot of these old trees are so fucking beautiful, man. And it's just like, oh, man, all of you branches are widow makers now. And they're not dropping on people because our, our city's cutting them down. And there's no chance for you to strike back. There's no chance for you to do your work on humanity. So, uh. Because they've been cutting down all these old trees. Uh, which is good, I guess, because, yeah, you know, you don't want them falling on anybody, God forbid. You want everybody living. Absolutely, you know. I think life is precious. People, I think, undervalue life. They don't even know how much, how valuable life is because they value, like, this, like the external things. So they, they forget that the most important thing in life is life. They'll be, you ever been around? Hey, I don't, I'm not around these people. But <laughs> Sometimes I am. But not by choice, just by circumstance, right? And I'm in a place by choice, but my circumstances mandate mandate that they're around. But anyways, so you're around these individuals, and somehow you're socializing, and they're on their phone the whole time, dude. I'm out of there. I'm leaving. I don't like that shit. It's like you would rather be somewhere. And I understand when people are like doing things, because there's a there's a concept to like where phones are a way to. Uh, engage in work like it's a different world where it'd be weird where I some people don't understand this when I was growing up people told me you can't make money playing video games there's a time where you were on social media and I'm sure people would say you can't make money on social media or doing certain things on social media but you can now and people don't realize this that brick and mortar is is different now like you create your own quote unquote store or online presence and that is like a it's it's your own billboard it's your own storefront so like uh like that i have yard sales on ebay and that's my merch okay and i'm getting a few more merch things going and that's a plug so going forward uh chad lott and thomas groves are the two most recent guests i've had on the podcast fucking blessed and honored to the both those gentlemen on the podcast great conversations great people a fun fucking time, okay? And it's it's fascinating where you get to talk to people in different capacities because I I am I knew Chad in some regards throughout my life and I knew Thomas in some regards because of the velour and uh his you know, band Comas, which I had seen live. So uh Comas. <laughs> I'm always trying to say that right. So but then to have a, a chance to have a conversation with these individuals and I'm trying to move more towards having on my podcast less of an interview type uh, format and more of a conversation type discussion. And my most recent podcast with, I think, Dylan uh, Marriott is a, and a nice attempt at that. 
and I don't know, I'm always trying to achieve a, a really genuine and authentic conversation with the people I bring in now, rather than a prescribed like internet welcome, internet interview format where it's like, welcome to 60 minutes, and I have a list, like, I don't want a list, just conversation, and, uh, you know, have a good time, so that's where I'm going towards, I would say, and that's the end of the show, and I'm trying to think about anything else I want to talk about, but no, uh, what else is there? Oh, there's a bunch of things I wanted to talk about, of course. Uh, here's something I want to talk about. Lily House going to be released Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Dylan Marriott, episode 100, uh, coming out tomorrow or Wednesday. Okay. So today's, what the fuck is today, dude? I woke up and I thought it was Monday. I'm right. So, uh, like sometimes you wake up and it is a Monday, but it's a holiday because we had one of those days recently where, uh, what do they call three day weekends? Obviously. So you wake up and, uh, but yeah, today's a Monday. Good Monday. Um, going forward, be on the lookout for those. But after that, um, generally speaking, the, the format going forward in the podcast is still solo stream consciousness. And I do have a lot of interviews scheduled and coming up with people but I don't want to lose sight of what this podcast is and the podcast is me talking to myself out loud for an hour and a benefit I get from that is uh just putting by putting myself out there I get the chance to uh meet some of the people that um I look up to I aspire or I find interesting and have conversations with them so oh Ben Adams gonna be on the show uh no such animal Lily House, who's next? Forget, dude. Another uh, podcast with Tupo, who's next? Um, I forget, dude. There's too many. There's not too many, obviously, but there's uh, a list in my head, and uh, it's not quite completed. But I'm also going to be on another podcast. Thirteen questions coming up soon. It'll probably be released in one or two or three weeks. I don't know their timeline. I think they do podcasts and bank them so they these people are proficient and efficient at making a podcast so the 13 questions podcast i'm going to be on that uh, and that'll be released soon i'll share a link for everybody who's interested and what else is there i'll be on amit's uh podcast called hawkett h-a-w-k and then hyphen it That'll be on the pod. I'll be on his podcast soon. Also, Esoteric America. I will be doing a type of a, a lecture type podcast. Oh, uh, not a lecture. Uh, a discussion based about the I'd say the history of of Provo, Utah, which is fucking nuts, dude. I haven't talked about it yet. Uh, I've been holding that in my ba- back pocket, but because there's a few things I could talk about, uh, just locally. I talked about the dead trees, and that's it. Um, that's the only thing I'm talking about Provo right now, but eventually I'm going to do a little thing on esoteric America talking about Provo and cause I'm the Provo kid. So a few podcasts be on the lookout for, and I might be on, I don't know, another one. Uh, but yeah, just blessed, dude. This is all for fun. That's the number one thing. This is for fun. So, uh, and I try to remind myself that, but talking to yourself out loud at some point can seem intimidating and it certainly is because the whole point of this podcast was to remind myself that I don't need uh quote unquote anybody to make a podcast and that's that's the truth right the truth is 
That's why a lot of my podcasts don't have any place. Because <laughs> the truth is nobody listens to somebody talking to themselves out loud all the time. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Um, but if you're interested in this type of stream of conscious podcast, I'd go to who I like, Tim Dillon, Chris D'Elia, to some extent, you know, and uh, who else does a solo? Who else does solo? Theo Vaughn occasionally, okay? And Joey Diaz, Joey Diaz does do a solo podcast where it's interesting, and I listened to him today, and it's fa- it's so fucking inspiring to listen to people uh, talk out loud and express themselves without feedback, without too much, uh, with just running and gunning and thinking, and that's what I'm doing for the most part when I'm talking out loud. It's a total experiment, psycho- psychologically speaking, um, because obviously nobody talks out loud or thinks out loud in our general society, whether in their social relationships or in public. And if you do either of those things, you're generally considered, uh, what's it called? Disabled. Um, which is, you know, crazy. I mean, and that's called ableism. There's weird things that I'm, I'm going to be talked about. There's weird, ableism is one thing um, that people are going to accuse me of. And there's weird, because of some of the, what I just said. Crazy is an ableist word. Um, and if you don't know what ableist is, it's it's akin to racist or uh, think of an ist, right? And ableist discriminates against individuals with disabilities. But it's weird when everybody's, quote, unquote, a part of that group. So at some point it just means nothing, right? Do you get that? That everybody is disabled. Because there's this weird idea that there's neurotypical and neurodiverse, right? So, But the reality is, you ever met somebody who is... And this is the truth. I have met carbon copies of people, but they're always different. You know what I mean? Like you are just like so-and-so, but you're different. Um, but in other words, everybody's different. So I have no fucking clue what I'm saying. Um, but there are archetypes that people follow. People do definitely model uh, behavior because sometimes the hardest thing to be is yourself. And so people will dress up like their favorite superhero. And like they do it as kids because they don't know how to be themselves. A kid? That is so crazy. And it's fun to dress up and have an imagination. Kids do that naturally. Um, but in general, people can develop this weird idea where they have to create a persona constantly uh, to really share their thoughts. And probably a kid is a persona by obviously some regards and some measures. Um, and everything is a persona. A lot like you go to the you go to the grocery store. That's your persona at the grocery store. You know, that's who you are there. Uh, you, you, you at uh laser tag is a different cat, dude, <laughs> or whatever. I'm dude. Laser tag was one of the funnest things when I was young, and it just disappeared. It's one of those things that like was that was weird. There's uh my mouth is so fucking dry. I gotta end the podcast. Um, fuck, dude. What am I gonna probably? It's weird to I could end the podcast on so many things. Oh, I didn't talk about Lef Logan. Uh, he was on the podcast. Awesome. One of the first hip-hop artists uh, I was able to have a conversation with. So that was really cool. And Tupo is also a hip-hop artist. So kind of both of them go together. And I really tried to expand as far as I can into the people who create uh, in any type of way. So um, essentially, I think that's it for this podcast. Thank you for listening. 
Um, I'm also going to do a lot of things differently as far as the solo stream of consciousness podcast goes. Um, I want to be talking. Oh, I want to be very. It's so funny. I want to be tailored, but not tailored in the sense that I want every podcast where I talk out loud for an hour to have some form of direction and some general concept behind it. And I also want to start the podcast already talking because people usually start a podcast like I did and all I fucking always do. We're like, hey, welcome to the show. I'm done. I'm done doing that. At least for next episode, next solar stream consciousness. So just imagine music stops and then all of a sudden I start telling I you jump in at the middle of the story, which fucking maybe sounds like a bad idea. But it's so weird because I do listen to music and it's weird to like try to I don't tell a story before I start a podcast. But in general, I'm going to start podcasts without the hi, hello, how you doing? Because there are no ads. And I will probably, here's the whole part. I have to reference who the song is first. Because I always give credit uh, to whoever the song is. And that's a big part too. Is like Sometimes the most important part of this podcast is the artist. And I hope you, like, if you don't like me, I hope you like their music. That's kind of big for me. Is just sharing other people's talents uh, acoustically. Um, or whatever. You know what I mean? That's that's really cool that my podcast might fucking suck, but the music is awesome. You know what I mean? That's nice. I like that. Uh, I like that. I like that whole potential. Um, so, really excited about that. Yeah, yeah, going forward. Anyways, going to end the podcast here. Uh, going to... I was going to play... Billy House again, because you know what? They're going to be on the podcast next. This is called Fascinate.